This program is being sponsored by the partners and friends of Keith Butler Ministries. Live Your Faith was created to help Christians grow in their faith in God and to become rooted in the Word of God. Our partners and friends are making it possible for us to do so. To thank you, we would like to offer a gift. With a donation of any size, you'll receive this pre-selected book of the month. God's not bad at you. Please visit www.keithbutler.org and click the banner at the top to receive your gift. Today on Live Your Faith. I need you to make a lifetime decision about your body, not just when you get sick. Amen. Not just when a plague is going on, but a lifetime decision about what you are going to do about your body. We read last week, the body don't belong to you. It belongs to God. Hallelujah. Amen. And he said to glorify God with it. Hi, I'm Keith Butler. Welcome to Live Your Faith Broadcast. This broadcast is about your getting the Word of God in a way you can understand it and use it in your daily life. Romans 1.16 says the Word of God is the power of God to all deliverance. So let's go to the Word and let's walk in deliverance in Jesus' name. Now, praise God, this is lesson three. We've been teaching on healing God's will for you. Praise the Lord. Amen. And so as I said, I'm going to shorten this up some today, praise God, but we're going to share some things. In in Romans chapter 4, you need to understand about God's will, and and we're about to read it, but our text has been 3 John 2. I will above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospers. So it told you that the prosperity of the soul, the soul is the mind, the will, and seat of the emotions. When the soul has information and the soul is under control, praise God, then the entire human system can prosper. Remember, you are not a body. You have a body. You are a spirit being. You live inside that body, and you have a soul, which is the mind, will, and the emotions. You can be healthy in all three. And you can be sick in all three. Are you listening to me? And so God's will for you is for you to be healed. Now, there always and everything in the word of God, faith is connected to it, including healing. Faith's connecting to manifestation of healing. There are levels of faith. Here in Romans chapter 4, we read here in verse 19, for example. Amen. Talking about Abraham and being not weak in faith. Well, there's one description of faith. We know the Greek word for faith is pistis, trust, confidence, belief. Amen. So he said, praise God, he being not weak in faith, consider not his own body now dead. When he was about 100 years old, he didn't consider the deadness of Sarah's womb. 
He's, he didn't stagger. He didn't withdraw at the covenant of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God and being completely assured that what God had covenanted or promised, he was able also to perform. So we see strong faith and strong faith, praise God. Abraham had it. And of course, something happened to Abraham's 99-year-old body. What happened was that his body did what we read last week. The scripture told us, amen, that our bodies are decaying daily. Now, the spirit man's renewed day by day. In other words, you, the spirit man, every day have, uh, uh, is renewed, and you will never die. Amen. Ever. Now, where you wind up, though, when you leave this body is another issue. Amen. There's heaven, the scripture tells us. And then there's a place called Hades or hell and then the lake of fire. Decisions you make about the Lord Jesus Christ will determine where you go with that. But you will exist, praise God, long after this body is gone. While you're here, though, you want this body to be strong. And praise God, a 99-year-old body, and as the scripture told us here, he wasn't moved by his own body and he wasn't moved by the deadness of Sarah's womb. And so their strong faith caused their, her dead womb to become alive again and caused him to come alive again. Praise God. And we had a miracle. Then, of course, Matthew 14. Amen. In Matthew, the 14th chapter over there, Peter was in the boat. Glory to God. They're out there in the boat, all of the disciples in the boat. Jesus is walking on the sea. They became afraid uh, when they saw him walking on the sea in verse 27. He tells them, it is I, don't be afraid. And Peter answers and says something I thought was, I don't think most people would say. He said, he said Lord, now if that's you, have me come walk on the water. Amen. In other words, if that's you, then I can do something that is something you can't do. But he didn't say, make me walk on the water. He said, bid me. Just ask me to come. Interesting. I don't think that's what most people would say. Praise God. Jesus just gave him the one word, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. So he's doing something miraculous. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. You need, if you don't have that word circled, they're afraid you need to because he walked on the water and then fear got involved when he started looking at amen he's doing the miraculous and then he began to look at the circumstances around him the winds and the waves but whether or not it was calm or not you can't walk on the water either, either way hallelujah so he's doing something supernatural but then beginning to sink, and that's what fear does. Fear drains faith out of you. Looking to the circumstances, listening just to the news media will drain faith out of you. Hallelujah. Immediately, of course, Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him. And then Jesus said something very interesting in verse 31. He said, oh, you of little faith. How come you doubt it? So a little faith can cause you to do something normally can't be done. 
There used to be a there used to be a commercial years ago. A little dab of do you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And then in Matthew, the eighth chapter, amen, we see a man who isn't a covenant man but loves God and the children of God. His servant gets sick. And the man said, I don't need you, Jesus, come to my house. Just say the word. You ain't even have to come. You just say, your word is so powerful. All you got to do is say it and my servant will be healed. When I was in Israel one time, they told me in Israel that this story, that this man was 20 miles away, is what they told me in Israel. Praise God, from where his servant was. And so he's going to head, he's going to head home after Jesus speaks the word. And Jesus, in verse 10, said, I haven't found such great faith like that anywhere else in Israel. He noticed it said great faith. So we've seen strong, great, weak. Amen. In other words, an individual operates at different levels of faith, including on the subject of health and healing. Now, praise God. Turn to Mark chapter 4. Yep, back to that parable of the sower again. <laughs> Glory to God. Because you can't get away from it. Jesus said, if you don't know this parable, how then will you know any of them? parable of the sower. I mean, you always got to go back to the sower, right? And in Mark chapter 4, we know verse 13, I just quoted it. He said, how are you going to know all parables? The sower soweth the word. And again, if you don't have this underlined, praise God, this is about, I don't know what to say. The word. It's about the word of God. Hallelujah. These are they by the wayside or by the side of the road where the word is planted. But when they heard, Satan come immediately and take up away the word that was sown in their hearts. Amen. And so we found out because Romans 10, 17 told us, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It's a double hearing. There's hearing with your heart and hearing with your ears. People just because they hear with the ears think that that's enough. Hearing with the heart in other words, praise God, to accept fully to where it moves your actions. You believe without doubt. That's how you got saved, Romans 10, 9. Thou shalt announce with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, shall believe in your heart. Not just say the words. But believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. Thou, be, thou shalt be saved, verse 10 says. For with the heart, man believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession or acknowledgement is made unto your salvation which includes your healing so even though he heard the word so the moment that word was heard here faith came with it anytime the word is preached faith comes with it hallelujah so faith came with this individual but satan got to take it and walk away with it why because they heard it but they didn't receive it Amen. Certainly not with the heart. They didn't do so. So he didn't have to do anything. He didn't need afflictions or persecutions or cares of this world, deceitfulness or riches or lust of other things. Amen. Because they just even wouldn't receive what they heard, there's nothing else for him to do. Amen. But if you keep reading down here in verse 20, and these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word, 
and receive it, bring forth fruit, some 30, underline 30, some 60, underline 60, some 100 fold, 30, 60, and 100. So what he's told you here between with 30, 60, and 100 here is that people are at different levels, even when they all heard the same thing. So, and I know this from being in the ministry for 47 years. Amen. You can have a room full of people. You've been teaching the same room, room full of people for 20 years. And you can, they all hear the same message. Amen. And there'll be some who will have no growth. Some will have a little growth. Some will have more growth. And a few will have big growth. And there'll be some that won't nothing else to do with the word at all. Amen. Because of decisions that they made. Now, why this is important concerning healing is because whether if you're 30-fold as opposed to 100-fold, then there are other things that also may be required to help you win. Health and healing is about winning. I'm going to say that again. Health and healing is about winning. And God knows, because he put it here in his word and he said it in a lot of other places. God knows, praise God, and that's why God had different methods of healing in the scripture. And I will get to that in several weeks coming up. There are different ways that healing is manifest to people because people are so different. There are some people who need the anointing with oil. When they feel the oil, it triggers them. When they get the oil comes to their head and they think about the anointing. There are some people hands are laid upon them, praise God, and not till hands are laid upon them do they then receive the healing, make that decision. There are other people, praise God, all they got to do is read it. They don't need nothing else, don't need nobody else. They have made a decision about it, praise God. Hallelujah. But it's very important that people really realize where they are and not get over their skis. Amen. And you can have a pride element get in here because you want to be a hundredfold, but you're really fivefold. Hallelujah. And that's where you get stuff like I ain't going to tell people that I'm sick and all that because I don't want nobody to think I know I'm sick because they might think, you know, I don't have any faith and all of that. That's foolishness. This is about winning. Okay. We're going to do what we got to do to get you well. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, turn to Romans chapter 12. Praise God. Now here, of course, the tripart nature of man is right here in Romans chapter 12. He said in verse 1, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. Beseech you, me, beseech you means, listen to me. Right into the church at Rome. Listen to me. God's merciful to you. What am I supposed to do? I need you to present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Now, the word living there means lifetime. I need you to make a lifetime decision about your body, not just when you get sick. Amen. Not just when a plague is going around, but a lifetime decision about what you are going to do about your body. We read last week, the body don't belong to you. It belongs to God. Hallelujah. 
Amen. And he said to glorify God with it. So he says here, make it a living sacrifice that is holy. Hagios in the Greek. That word there, your body is sacred to God. Keep it pure and morally blameless. In other words, your body should be treated like it's a holy thing. If it's holy, I'm not so sure that I should make a billboard out of it. If I represent God, amen, as we're going to read in a moment, if I represent God, there's a certain way I should look, a certain way I should handle things if it's holy. Glory to God. Certain things I shouldn't wear and display it in certain ways. Come on. Just my opinion. Do what you want. No skin off my nose. Hallelujah. But when I read this, acceptable means well-pleasing unto God. Uh, amen. Which is your logos? Reasonable, is translated in English, means rational service. In other words, it's the logical thing to do. The logical thing to do is to treat your body as though it's holy for a lifetime. says, and be not conformed. Now, the word conform means modeled. Don't model yourself after the world. See, so there are trends that the world has, even about how you do your body. Amen. There are trends that the world has. He said, don't model yourself after the world. They should be able to look at you and determine, how come you ain't like everybody else? And I don't mean on the crazy side of that. <laughs> so be not conformed to the world, but be, be transformed or changed by the renewing of your mind. Okay, the renewing, the word renewing means to, to renovate. So strip off the world's way of how it sees everything regarding health, how the world sees regarding your body, praise God. Hallelujah. Strip it off, and so what do I replace it with? If, I, if I'm stripping off the old way of thinking, what am I replacing it with? God's way of thinking. And where would I find God's way of thinking? Right here in the B-I-B-L-E. Amen. Now, he says, now, if you do that, now, so he talked about the body. He's now talking about what? The mind. Okay, the soulless man. Uh, amen. Because he said, by the renewing of your mind. So he's talking about the second part of man. Science medicine on the earth only, only recognizes the body and the mind. Amen. They don't recognize the spirit at all. Right. I use it in tell me. But the spirit, man, is the most important part of all. Amen. 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 God, of your mind that you may prove, that word prove means that you may allow that which is good, good. Yes. and well-pleasing and perfect will, or that word will means choice of God. So now he's saying some big stuff here. He said, because we know God's will, we've already read it. God's will is that you be healthy. 
spirit, soul, and body. But in order to allow the perfect will of God to be done in your body, you got to think his way. You got to treat his body his way. You got to depart from the way the world decides to go at it. Praise God. Because we found out, hallelujah, that scripture told us, amen, garbage in, garbage out. Lost seed, time, and harvest. Praise God. Amen. We found out, praise, this is so serious. The Bible says that he that destroys the body will be destroyed. I mean, some serious stuff. Come on, somebody. God intends for you to live around at least 120 years. I didn't mean it had to be exactly 100. You could be 123 or 24. But man, talking about mankind as a whole, praise God, his ends of the days around 120 years. Amen. The potential for you is to live that long, should you choose to. Now, you may not choose to. You may decide because, praise God, there are many in the word, and I've known people, praise God, that they decided that they were ready to go. That's another issue. Hallelujah. I've told the Lord I want to live over 100. Why? Because I want to continue to train and develop his young pups. Download everything I've learned. Glory to God. Now, now he's continuing. For I say through the grace. Now, when he's talking about the grace here, if you, if you read Ephesians chapter 3, verse 2, in fact, keep your finger there. We, I, I, I should slow down. I know I'm not speaking as long. But in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 2, for example, the apostle Paul uh, says here, For I've heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given, un, given me to you. How that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery of the gospel. Verse 7 said, I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given me by the effectual operation of his power. Praise God. Well, so he's talking, he's saying here, I'm telling you through the grace. In other words, I have been called. I'm your preacher. I have been anointed. I've been given revelation from God. Amen. That's why he was given the thorn in the flesh because he got revelation. Uh, amen. To everyone among you. So what you're talking about, church at Rome, everyone among you. Not everybody with the rest of this verse we're about to read. But everybody among you are all believers. Praise God. Not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. But to think soberly according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Now, once again, how did we get faith? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. In other words, Paul said, it has been revealed unto me how you have this good, acceptable, and perfect will of God, how you keep your body healthy, praise God. I've been telling you this. And I'm also telling you that I am called to tell you this from God Almighty. I'm anointed to be your teacher and to explain to you this is how you can carry out the rest of your ministry. Because the rest of this talks about ministerial office or offices, praise God. The rest of this chapter, those having gifts differing according to the grace that's given, whether it's prophecy or ministry or giving or ruling and other things is there. In order for you to carry out fully what God wants to do with you, your body's got to be healthy. Your mind's got to be healthy. Hallelujah. And your spirit man's got to be fed. Glory to God. Now notice he said, God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. You know, in theological circles, you know, they, they, they will argue about how many angels be on the head of a pen. 
You know, and you go to some of these uh, cemetery, uh, seminaries, excuse me. Our school don't run like that. Hallelujah. Praise God. But they'll, they'll well, it's A measure or D measure. Well, look, the first, of all, first of all, the word measure is, is metron. So that is a limited portion. That's what the word means, first of all. So God has dealt to every among you, Christians, a limited portion of pistis, trust, confidence, belief, reliance, assurance. Limited portion. What does that mean? Where did I get that from? Every time you hear the word, there is a portion, praise God, of opportunity. There's enough faith for you to grab that for it to go into your heart and manifest in your life. Now, what this means, however, is that the individual who is controlling, whether or not you're an individual, praise God, who can remain healthy or not, and do the works of God, spirit, soul, and body. You need the Lord Jesus into your life, and you say, how can I receive him? It's very easy. The Bible said in Romans 10, 9, if you will acknowledge him with your mouth, believe God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Ask him to come into your life right now. Tell him you believe he's alive and well. He will come into your life and save you and you'll never be the same. Live Your Faith was created to help Christians grow in their faith in God and to become rooted in the Word of God. Our partners and friends are making it possible for us to do so. To thank you, we would like to offer a gift. With a donation of any size, you'll receive this pre-selected Book of the Month God's not bad at you. Please visit www.keithbutler.org and click the banner at the top to receive your gift. Hi, I'm Keith Butler. I want to tell you about something very important to your life, Pistis Bible School. We have a Bible school in Russian, in English, and in French, praise God, and, and Bible classes that will help you and teach you what Jesus said in Matthew 28. He said not only for us to go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature, but he said, teach them to observe. That word observe means to guard from loss or injury. In other words, we'll train you how to walk in God's way, how to defend against the enemy, and know your rights in Christ. You need Pistis Bible School or our Bible classes, and you'll be blessed if you do. In the name of Jesus. Well, praise God, we're taking the word of God to Western and Southern Europe and other parts of the world. God wants everyone to hear the word. You know, in Matthew 28, 19 and 20, it says, teach all nations. Then it goes on, praise God. Teach them to observe a God from lost, all the things that Jesus taught them. So I want you to know when you support Keith Butler Ministries, you have a chance for the gospel to go just beyond your neighborhood, teach people around the world. We want to thank you for your prayers and your support. And always remember, fight the good fight of faith.